Ladies and gentlemen, nerds, nerdettes, blurticorns, and blurs alike, welcome to the Blurticorn Speaks podcast. And here are your hosts, Angie and Montel. And we are back. We are back. We're back, everybody. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, homie, what's going on? How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired as hell. <laughs> not I'm not gonna cap. Yeah, I'm using a word that I don't normally use. I'm not gonna cap, but you know, <laughs> brother is tired. Ah. But we'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Hey, everybody, it's your boy Montel, and. It's your beautiful black bitch, real pal. I'm Sandy, the foodie. Hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of the Blurred Court Speaks podcast. Episode 74. 74. Goodness, as the numbers get higher, it still blows my mind that we have just been killing it here lately. <laughs> just episode after episode, plus the mini-sodes. Right. <laughs> Do you realize that we take the mini shows and add them to the episodes? We are damn near at a hundred. Oh wow! Because we're at like thirteen. We just did thirteen. We just did thirteen. Yeah. So we'll be episode eighty nine technically. We're like, hey, yeah. Hey, y'all. Let me apologize to you guys. So we episode thirteen got out a little late because your girl had some technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so as you know um i record the mini soaps and provide the data for montel and he records the full episodes mm-hmm. so when we recorded last friday my smart self i was so <laughs> hot trying to rush downstairs i thought i had sent the raw data to montel Mm-mm. well little did i know <laughs> Montel texts me like the next day, uh, sweetie, are you going to send it? And I'm like, wait a minute, I sent it. <laughs> like, so I'm like, let me send it again. Can't find the data anywhere. I right? thought it was a case of you forgetting to hit the send button because you've done that before. I did. So when I got back home to my desktop, opened up my L, my mail, there's the draft still sitting there. <laughs> I wrote the email, attached the data and everything, and just never hit send. <laughs> Lord, what we have here is a failure to execute. <laughs> so from now on, I'm going to make sure I sit here until I see that it's gone, or I'm going to check to see if it's in my outbox. Because what I didn't know is that I could have just... Um, looked in my outbox the other day when I told you I couldn't find the data and it would have been sitting as an attachment right there mm. so um oh. I'm losing my tech swagger y'all yeah but but to be fair you actually had a lot more on your plate lately though yeah I work full-time now and part-time teaching so mm. my like God, you guys, yesterday, all I wanted was a little cat nap on the couch in between. Because <laughs> I left work early. I left my day job at like one o'clock. And mm. I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a little cat nap on the couch. 
I well, no. When I got home, David was home. He wanted to talk. I hear the so however like, comma. <laughs> I heard it a mile so away. I was like, let me go get Sydney from school. And then I can come back and I can get a little cat nap before I go teach. Really? No. Sydney but. wanted me to cook her dinner. <laughs> like, <laughs> mother, mother, I crave sustenance, mother. <laughs> yeah. So, needless to say, I never got that nap. So when I got home from work, I was trash. I didn't finish <laughs> my dailies. I haven't been doing my dailies in like days, you guys. Mm. Um, I know my alliance. I was trying to um, come on, come on. Um, sorry, I got a work email and it distracted me. And I totally forgot what I was saying. So let's just move on. Your dailies. <laughs> I haven't done my dailies and my alliance members haven't really said anything, but. You know what? And that moment is just indicative, you guys, of what our crazy schedules are, because y'all, we love doing the podcast. This, this has been, this is actually one of the highlights of our week, because this is the one time we get to kind of just rather nerd out because it's just Angie and myself. But our schedules have gotten psychotic. And even now with the summer coming up and all these different events and conventions and tournaments and stuff coming up, it's going to be even more insane. Plus with her schedule and add mine. Whoo, y'all. But we still determined to do this because this is something we love to do. And we're going to have more to talk about this summer, too, because there's going to be so many more things to bring in everything. So but we thank y'all. And I want to always try to say thank you uh, towards the end, but in the middle, I want to say thank you to you guys. And please, <laughs> please, on a serious note real quick, please send prayers and condolences and love and support to the families of Uvalde and uh, to the families in St. Louis. This happened this week. Um, something's got to give. Something's got to give. And these highfalutin, know-it-all, effing fucking politicians need to come up off their damn high horse and finally realize that the threat is not what they want it to be so they can, they can talk about it. No, do some shit. Do something in this country that every other country in the world has done and it has success, okay? Which is? The gun violence. They, every country in the world has had bans. They put in... Uh, red flag they increased their red flag uh laws and they've made it difficult but you get to the united states we it's such a commonality with this with mm-hmm. with, with the mass shootings and here lately come on we've had what three in the past week week and a half this makes no sense and they there's nothing they can say to just justify uh why and and talk about <laughs> just you know what? Listen, I, I was watching the news. Was it? I think it was this morning, or either it was last night before I conked out. And people were giving reasons as to why we shouldn't put bans on automatic weapons. And one person had the audacity to get up and say, "Well, in Arkansas, we need our ARs." <laughs> To shoot raccoons. Bruh. Get the. Let me tell you a story, partner. 
and they feel like it's an infringement on their second amendment right and see i wish they would stop saying that stupid shit i wish they stopped saying that shit <laughs> because <laughs> then explain to me why you don't have background checks in place that are strong enough to keep an 18 year old from buying two assault style rifles explain this to me what does an 18 year old need with an ar-15 why the hell is this little motherfucker going on his birthday to buy two of them this is where the red flag should be coming in mm-hmm. this is the reason when they just come in if he's buying them on his birthday that right there is a red flag in itself if i'm yeah, a store think- owner and i'm and selling a young kid two assault style weapons on their birthday i'm going to feel some kind of way don't tell me congratulations on your birthday but Montel, just think about this. Uh, that same person upon their 18th birthday can go buy an assault rifle and as many as they want, but they can't purchase cigarettes or alcohol. I've heard that so much lately. And it's like, what? So, so, so what are we going to do about this, folks? So you're telling me that this person isn't mature enough to ingest alcohol or use tobacco products. But it's okay for them to buy assault rifles. I think something's a little off here. Just, just, just a tad, (laughs) just a tad. And and, uh, as we say, and as we blurred say up around here, make it make sense. Make it make sense. (laughs) Make it make sense. If I hear one more motherfucker talk about, oh, they just need to have just one door in the school that closes and they've got officers right there. I'm like, Ted Cruz, shut the fuck up. You are the dumbest asshole out here and that's your state and you know there's a misconception that the presence of an officer makes you feel safe we have to remember there is a whole uh, group of students people mm-hmm. the sight of an officer especially an armed officer Come on. Does not make you feel safe. Come on, that part. <laughs> Does arming the teachers? <laughs> I know most of the teachers have good intentions, but there's some crazy ass teachers out there too. Ooh, come on now. Tell it. Tell it. That part. Tell it. Now we lost. And, if, and you know, and if they wanted to be in a position or in um, a career where they were providing armed protection, they wouldn't be teachers. They would be security guards. They'd be bodyguards. They'd They'd be be in the military. They'd be police officers themselves, Mm -hmm. investigators. Like, come on, guys. They they are so, and and you you already, see, we could go into a whole episode about this and we've been hearing this all the time, but seriously, please just- just, just pray for the families because mm-hmm. all this bullshit that's being talked about by people who are in positions of power and change doesn't take away from the pain that these poor families have got to endure from now mm-hmm. on. <clears throat> and you know what else? Imposing stricter gun laws does not impinge on your Second Amendment, right? No, thank you. Say it again, please say it again. They're not saying you can't. All they're saying is let's do more stringent background checks. Let's 
raise the legal age of being able to purchase one. And you, and you know what? Just like how adults go and buy cigarettes and alcohol for, un, for underage um, users, the same is going to happen if we enact these gun laws, but still they're in place. And it puts one more layer of protection mm-hmm. um, for the American people. It's not, <laughs> these people are killing children. It, children. It's not taking away your right to bear arms. They're not saying confiscation. See, this is where this is, this is where that backward thinking comes right. into play. They're mm-hmm. not trying to take away what you've got. They're trying to make it harder for those that could potentially be a threat or anyone have to go Mm -hmm. through a more stringent process in order to acquire a weapon, whether it's a handgun or a shotgun Mm -hmm. or a hunting rifle, anything like that, Mm -hmm. make the process harder. So that way it's going to be, that's one less thing to be concerned about. So you can move on to another aspect. Then you can go into, stop saying mental health is the first thing because they're not putting money into it. They're talking about, well, Mm -hmm. we need to focus on mental health. Where's the investment? You've put more investment. You need to focus on mental health. A lot of these people who go and commit these acts don't have a history. Thank you. <laughs> and if they did, you can't ask that on a gun application. I mean, you could, but HIPAA, come on now. This is not minority report. You can't predict the shit before it happens. Okay. It's so, crazy. but it's it, crazy. It's disheartening. It's it's infuriating it's frustrating you know like the man yesterday first of all i'm pretty sure his doctor explained to him just like mine explained to me having that surgery may not help with taking the pain away it could help there's a possibility that your pain can increase so you're going to get so mad, you're going to go to the doctor's office and not only are you going to shoot up the doctor, but you're going to shoot up four more people. And then be the coward and take yourself out. <sighs> if you're willing to play the song, be prepared to dance with it because that, that, that makes no sense. And this is the other reason why, because there's no retribution. There's no justice for the families who have to deal with this loss. They still yes. had that question looming over their head. Why my loved one? There's basically no consequence. There's saw, no consequence. I, I looked at those, uh, I looked at some of the stories and we're going to move on you guys. And I'm sorry, but to me, I feel <laughs> like Angie and I, we needed to talk about this because everyone else has talked about it. And they're like, no, I want to say how I feel. I broke out in tears in my living room when they interviewed the EMT who went to the school in response and found out that his daughter was one of the one of the, the, the kids that got killed. I cried. I said, this is every parent's nightmare when you take your child to school and it's happening more often. And these sycophant so-called uh, leaders that have been elected in the office they see it, but they don't want to acknowledge it because it's going to hurt them. Man, fuck what you feel. This is what you were. This is what you were elected into office for to make the mm-hmm. change. It's not about your comfort level. It's about what your constituents uh, voted you into office to do to make the necessary change. And lo and behold, 
every elected official in Texas is getting it, whether you've been on their side or not, they are getting it because now there is a PTSD having to do with anybody elected into office in Texas or anywhere that these mass shootings are happening. For me, and this is just my opinion, you guys, which is very these lawmakers, I don't think that they have their constituents in mind Mm. when they go in and vote, when they lobby for things. I believe, I truly believe just looking at the pattern and listening to some of these, you know, lawmakers, when they're talking about these policies and proposals, you're not thinking about the American people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not the majority, not the vast majority of American people. <laughs> what else, what else are we going to have to lose? What else is going to have to happen in this country for you guys to wake up and see? Like you said, you're tired of people comparing the the alcohol and the cigarette purchase to the guns. I'm tired of hearing people say guns don't kill people. People kill people. People kill people with guns. Thank you. Stop trying to take, pull it apart and make it an existential uh, argument. And you don't need an automatic rifle or a semi-automatic rifle that can hold 30 rounds. I'm sorry. Ain't, ain't that many fucking raccoons in the world that you need an AR, you need an assault style weapon to go out you know into the what? woods. Because once upon a time, they used pistols, shotguns, six shooters. Rifles. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then they had to stop and fucking reload. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about when you had to re- what about those old time guns that you had to reload every time you shot that bitch? Man, them, them two like, barrel shotguns. Them two barrel 10 gauge, man. Come on. You had it's like boom, boom. Okay, you gotta stop and reload it. And depending on how quick you are, you can get back on it. Don't give me that bullshit. Don't give me that. It drives yeah. me crazy. But send we're gonna definitely send our condolences here from Blood of Corn Speaks to the families. The and families. and a hope that people will stop. And I'm and, and and I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say this right now. Stop looking at Joe Biden as a failure when he's not the one that's preventing these laws from getting into getting into uh uh to going I'm so if, glad you said that because I'm so I'm so fucking tired of people going, <laughs> he's a failure, he's done this, he's done that. No, let's let's explain something to y'all. Okay, we're gonna do a little bit of schoolhouse rock here, real quick. Okay, let's let's explain this. Preach. Okay, so when you when you vote, you vote in uh, officials into office, whether it's senators, governors, what have you. Representatives. Okay, so your votes go to the electoral office, which the electoral college, which makes it easier to bring in the president. Your vote does not directly go to the president. So we're going to go back a little bit. So when laws are enacted, there are two bodies. You have the House of Representatives and right. you have the Senate. Okay. They're introduced in the House. They're introduced to the House. They are approved or disapproved. They approve. They go oh, to the Senate. The Senate. Mm-hmm. And then they approve or disapprove. And when it goes, they go and the president signs it into it law. Into law. Simple. Simple, right? But Checks here, and balances. Thank you. But here is the fucking truth of it. As much as Joe Biden may go out there and put it and act a uh, um, executive order, executive order against uh, regarding anything, that's not law. That's not law, and you still got to go through these two bodies of of of, of 
mm-hmm. of government uh, government officials mm-hmm. who got to do this. Stop mm-hmm. thinking that because it's not happening, he's the failure. You know, the failure are, are these assholes out here, especially the Republicans mm-hmm. and some of these Democrats out here who, who these politicians think that, oh no, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Instead of stop telling us what, what, what doesn't work, what mm-hmm. works. What and are you that's gonna... not how laws work. I guess <laughs> it's not an instant shit. thing. You can't come up with an idea. We're going to make this in the law. The House of Representatives, we're going to make this in the law. Goes to the Senate. We're going to sign this. Most of the time, the Senate don't give a shit what the House is sending to them. They're going to kick it back down regardless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For simple politics. It's no president no president really can do this country any justice in four years not even in eight years Mm -mm. because you know what they're gonna do you know what they're doing the first four years convincing you that they can do their job the second four years say that this is when they're finally putting policies into action and then you know what you know what happens the the next four years somebody else either reaps the benefit or gets mm-hmm. the backlash mm-hmm. of what happened from the prior president. <laughs> that part, that part right there. In my opinion, they need to be in office at least 12 years, at least 12 years. Do we want somebody in for, <laughs> you know, 16, 20, 24? <laughs> Hell no. Well, if they're a good president, I'm cool with that if they're doing their job and mm-hmm. if Congress is working with them like they're supposed to. And these, these senators don't make it easy, y'all. They don't make it easy. Eight years that President Obama, that man has had to dial back so much that I don't so much stuff just to make something happen. Y'all talk about talk, how we don't talk about them too. Um, was it one or two mm. Supreme Court? nominees oh, that took away from him we we ain't gonna t- yeah we ain't gonna talk about that we ain't gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that 20 23 months i think one was vacant mm-hmm. almost two 23 years. months almost two years all right y'all we're gonna talk we ain't because you know angie and i can go on this whole fucking podcast about, about this, shit. this shit already oh my gosh but it, it had to be said i think yep. we have voiced what some people have been saying this entire time stop thinking that the president is the failure. He's not. That's why checks and balances are, are, have been implemented into Mm -hmm. the system. Otherwise you're going to have, like you're going to have a Trump, a runaway who says whenever he feels something, he's going to make it happen. He's going to make it happen. You know what I like about uncle Joe though? That motherfucker is the first one to tell you when they said, what are you going to do about it? And he said, really, I can't do nothing. (laughs) Because he's not wrong. He recognizes and he's not it. wrong. He can't do anything without Congress. He can tell them what he wants to happen. But they got to draft these laws. They got to agree upon it. Mm-hmm. And this right here, you guys, is the reason why you need to get out and go vote. We're going to lose this Democratic majority. Because these Republicans is pissed with y'all. And they're going to go out in droves and they're going to do whatever they have to do to keep you from voting. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do whatever they have to do to put their people in office. And there's the truth of it. 
Yeah, it's true. So we're gonna move on because we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Thank you for listening just, to us. We ain't and got no we, speak outs. We're gonna if, go on to the download. Yeah. If we if we said something that you relate to, just know that we 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 got our fingers on the pulse of the blur coins out here because we feeling this shit. So right. I don't really like to talk about politics, but this had to be said. I can't tell you how many times I have cried when people start talking about these children and the things that happened or didn't happen in Texas. Are these people who work in a doctor's office? I work in a medical office. I've worked in the medical field for 20 something years. Why is it that when I, now when I go to the grocery store, my head is on a swivel. I can't focus on what I'm purchasing because I'm focusing on paying attention to what's going on in the store. That's crazy, y'all. That is crazy. It's, 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 it's pathetic. It's genuinely pathetic. Where being aware of your surroundings goes to a whole nother level. But I digress. All right, so we're going to our download here. We're going to go into more happier times because we're here to give you something happier times. And I think y'all going to like the topic today, but we'll get to that. We'll get to it when the time comes. Uh, so, Miss Angie, what you got for the download, love? So my download going to be quick, y'all, because let me tell you. <laughs> oh, every time you start off, with, let me tell you. Here we go. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Um. I've been, like I said, I've been working a lot. So I don't have the time when I'm not working. I just don't want to think. <laughs> oh, oh, say it again. Please say it again. Yo. I don't want to think. <laughs> and furthermore, I want to be present for the people that matter in my life. And if mm-hmm. I'm on my phone playing my video game, then I'm not being present. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that I'm sitting here while we're trying to record. I'm trying to look at my dailies. I'm looking at my email. I'm trying to multitask and it's very distracting. So she I just so, haven't... She looks so adorable doing it though. <laughs> oh, like a little teenager. Oh. I haven't had the time to dedicate to my games. Like I have no idea what's going on in Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes. I log in every day. I collect from my calendars. I have not been finishing my dailies. I've been trying to relic my Mace Windu and and work on getting um, Revan, Jedi Master Revan, so that I could get the the Dark Revan. Um, But I haven't really been doing a good job of that. In Marvel Strike Force, I did finish Dark Dimension Four, and I'm almost done with my second run of Dark Dimension 4. And let me say, y'all, Dune is amazing. <laughs> I just wish I can get to the point where I get through Dark Dimension 5 so that I can get Dormammu. But even like normally, you know, I put up numbers in the millions. Um, I have resorted, resorted to purchasing things so that I could finish. <laughs> oh gosh. Wow. So I was able to fit to get everybody I needed for my A-Force. Um I don't think it 
there's too many characters. I haven't unlocked Dazzler yet. Mm-hmm. Um, my alliance got some shit that's going on. I don't know. Let me tell y'all about some men. Let me say, let me man bash for a second. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, as long as it's not present company included. No, this is about my alliance members. Okay, because like, they I, fucking sorry. argue about the silliest of things, you know. And I have to say this all the time: we all have lives. We all have jobs. No one should be expected to sit on a fucking video game all day long. You're going to have an off week. You're going to have an off week or two. Mm -hmm. Um, That week that I was on break from school and from work because my midwife was at a conference, I was able to do all I did was sit around all day and my phone was in my hand all day playing video games. But must now be, that everyone's nice. back, it's back to business as usual. You know, I haven't been able to participate like I wanted to because I work full time, I teach, and I go to school full time still. You know, so have a little bit of compassion and just use a little bit of common sense when it comes to these things, if that's your job, if your job is a gamer, whether it's professional or you're an influencer, a YouTuber, whatever, a Twitch streamer, whatever, if that's your job, I get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I get it. That's, that's what you do to make your living. Your livelihood depends on you getting on your game system, getting on your PC and playing these games, making videos, going live streaming, you could do that, but you mm-hmm. can't expect everybody to do that. So True. I'm gonna need y'all motherfuckers mm. in claws and rage to take a chill pill. <laughs> All right, go sit your ass, and I said sit your ass down in the corner somewhere and relax. At the end of the day, it is just a game. Come on, say 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 it again. Please say it again. At the end of the day, it's just a game. It is not that serious, y'all. It ain't that serious, you guys. And I'm telling y'all one more thing. My good alliance mate friend Donnie, y'all put Donnie out, y'all gonna lose me too. Cause we've been in this alliance since the beginning. Mm. Since we couldn't even complete the simplest of raids. <laughs> we was all baby players back then. We were all beginning back then. And we work together wow. and we've been committed and loyal to this alliance since the beginning. And I've been playing this game three years, I think now, mm-hmm. two, three years. Calm yeah, the you've fuck been in down. it for a minute. Calm the fuck down. But that also, download, and, and I'll just interject real quick. Just mm-hmm. uh, trust me, I'm, I'm actually adding to it because I agree with you. They're video games, you guys. If this is where people bring joy and this is where they find their happy place mm-hmm. and get away from the real world, then allow mm-hmm. them to do that and stop making it so damn political and difficult that they don't want to stay. Mm-hmm. And I get sick and tired of people turning video games into real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. 
why 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 if i'm sitting in a tournament if i lose i lose but guess what it doesn't impact me going home mm-hmm. and taking care of real life and going to work and everything else if you find joy if angie finds joy sitting down and she's going through her dailies and she's playing her game and she finds happiness in finding a character or unlocking a character mm-hmm. then that's the joy that she deserves they're but not it- making it enjoyable when, when it becomes, when it starts feeling like a job, it's not relaxing to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to play my video games to wind down. And now you dread it, don't you? And that's, especially fucking blitzing. Y'all know I hate blitzing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I ain't blitzed in like two days because we don't have an event that's tied to blitzing now. And I'm so happy. Good. You know? I'm so happy, but don't be so highly competitive that you make this shit not fun anymore. It's, that's how people will just stop. And that's what the culture we're trying to prevent. We're trying to keep people from stopping to play. We want them to play more. Mm-hmm. I love when hearing gamers get excited about a video game and then they talk to someone who's as excited and you'll talk about different things like two, like two kids. Da, 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 da. It's the greatest thing until you get that one fucker that wants to argue about the importance of why this move should be placed in and why this music should be changed. Like, first of all, who let you out of your basement? <laughs> who let you out? Like, first of all, who you think you talking to? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, excuse me? I'm sorry, we did what? We did, we did, Cause you damn boy talking to me. You, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> straight up, so. Anything else, Miss Angie? I'm sorry for jumping in. I'm, I'm just you've been. No, hitting. I had I was done. You I had that. That's but- my download because I was I was getting pissed. Because you hit buttons yeah. and I'm just like I I gotta add to it because because right my podcaster y'all my podcast partner is is the beast when she hits on something she hits on something let's go okay so my download is real simple I got nothing I had to work um I haven't able to stream. Mm-hmm. I've had to work 10 hour days because um, we've been short staffed. A couple of our, our, our loyal folks uh, end up contracting COVID. Aww. So that's just a reminder, you guys, that just because you're vaccinated does not mean that you're impervious. You can't get the shit. Okay. For some, it might be just a matter of just incubating or just, or, 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 um, or just being on lockdown for a little bit. That's okay. Being mm-hmm. on quarantine is not a bad thing, but still be careful. Still wear your mask. Still wash mm-hmm. your hands. Still keep a distance. Stop thinking that, well, we're free. No, we're not free. The shit ain't gone. People are still getting it. So I have not been able to do anything. Now, I've been playing Master Duel, trying to get in playing Master Duel, and it's just even more frustrating because it is the competitive season. The mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! National Championships are next month because there's not going to be a world championship because of covid which i first of all i commend konami for making that determination and just if you're going to do it make it regional make sure north america has their champion you know the european union has their champion asia has theirs australia Mm -hmm. south america fine do it that way i'm i'm fine with that and and they'll go a step further if they really want to make it something highly competitive, the winners and the three runner-ups from each of the regions will compete in next year's world championships as an automatic invite. That is an incentive right there because mm-hmm. normally 
whoever does represent the, the top four players, they represent their region at the world championships. Um, but because uh, everybody, everything's ramping up and everything's getting crazy and even more with the competitive cycle, Master Duel has gotten fucking insane because now everyone is using it to play test every little thing. And Angie, <laughs> my, my, my love, my amazing, beautiful, intelligent, passionate podcast partner slash friend slash just, just fake life partner. Let me tell you about some bullshit. <laughs> okay. So a new set just released and there was a YCS recently uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series. If you if you hear the letters YCS anywhere, y'all, that means Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series event. I think so, I heard a video about this, but continue. Okay, so um, at YCS Charlotte, the one that I judged at, okay, there is a new deck uh, archetype that was that just dominated, and everyone who's playing this deck was almost assured of victory. So mm-hmm. now we fast forward to YCS Hartford. Keep in mind, the latest and greatest competitive deck will cost you hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. I'm talking this, the, the, the current meta deck right now. If you bling it out and you max rarity on all the cards, will run you around $2,500. So you're investing $2,500 in a deck to play in this tournament because you want to win. Mm-hmm. no fun factor People <laughs> like well it's fun to compete shut the fuck up you, you can come here to have fun you ain't here to have fun because okay. if you came here to have fun then wins and losses wouldn't count they wouldn't matter but Martel, that's your opinion though but you know you're right it is my opinion based on playing since 2004 and since judging since 2009 mm-hmm. because it's the same thing every year every competitive cycle is the same thing but i digress so in Hartford, the final match came down to the deck that was highly expensive mm-hmm. and a deck that has been around for years. And the deck that has been around for years won the event. So what? <laughs> so the deck that has been here, that and it's not, mind you, it's not one of my favorite decks, but it is still a powerful deck nonetheless. And mm-hmm. because people have been focusing on these high dollar cards, this deck itself was not expensive because everybody was giving their stuff up. No, nah, this deck isn't irrelevant. I want to get rid of this. I might get rid of this. So what happens now that the deck that won is accessible, all the card prices for these cards have gone up. Have gone up. Mm. A, a card that was <laughs> only worth $2. Only worth $2, Angie. That $2. Thing, that thing is up to $45 now. <laughs> this is what frustrates me and we and me and and reads back well what does it have to for do with a master single duel? card or a single card and people are like well what does it have to do with master duel because master duel is the play testing platform okay people are going to master duel to construct these decks play test them mm-hmm. and then build them in real life and take them to a real life event nationals are next month Matter of fact, they're in between BlurredCon and San Diego Comic-Con, which is why I'm not going to be able to judge it. <laughs> and it's in Chicago. I'm sorry, y'all. Nigga ain't driving to Chicago. I'm not doing it. 
I don't have a problem doing it, but if I drive to Chicago and I go past Indianapolis, my mother, my father, and my family will skin me alive. Sorry. If I'm going up north, I'm going to go see my family. Uh, but Master Duel has just gotten, they've, they've made so many changes and they've made so many improvements. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually really, really uh, more streamlined. So it's easier to play. The rewards are coming a little bit better. They're offering more rewards based on what you do. And they're, they're actually getting a lot quicker with implementing newer cards into the game. Mm-hmm. Although it's still just hard as fuck to get the simple game, <laughs> simple cards that have been around for years because you've got to buy these packs. You got to buy these packs. I'm not spending money on this game. <laughs> not spending money. I want to. Well, some people don't mind spending the money. Well, if they got if they got it. Hey, God bless them. I don't. God bless you. I, God bless you, because this, 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 uh, this is a nigga who been who been free since day one. Okay, <laughs> I've been I've been free ninety nine since day one. I ain't messing with you today. I'm just saying, I've been free ninety nine since day one. I get it though. I get what you're saying. <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? I, I feel you. Okay. So, because like I I said, I confess, I've had to spend these last couple of days just to make up only because I want to remain competitive because I felt like I didn't do what I needed to do to get these characters and to also be able to continue to pull my weight in my alliance now am I going spending hundreds of dollars like some of these people hell no mm-hmm. I might spend five dollars here two dollars here 99 cents there and that's about it <laughs> that's it that's about it right there because you know i'm a mom i be thinking about ooh, that could have been some groceries y'all don't hear me who are you telling that part that part so i just said okay so i'll go in and i'll play <laughs> i'll go in and play and i literally look at this thing and just say um what are we doing and there's a glitch in the game too that's been really frustrating we found out that it's not coming from japan it's coming from china oh where you yeah from china there there are bots posing as japanese players from china someone's got these bots implemented where you'll go into a game and you'll sit there you'll let's say it's your turn Mm -hmm. you put cards on the field and you'll end your turn and you wait and you wait and that's it huh? and then they they end up um surrendering the bot is designed to get you so frustrated that you surrender first and it's been a lot going on i played 10 games in a row i well i tried playing 10 games mm-hmm. uh, consecutively and i only got to physically play three okay it was it's, it's crazy so while people think that you know when a game comes out that it's already perfect no the game is just functional it's not mm. perfect <laughs> it things got it things got more bugs than a, than a hoarder's house um but other than that i haven't really been able to play anything i i'm i'm still looking for new games to play that i like that mm-hmm. that focus on what i find interest in but you know mm-hmm. right now master duel is it and that is that is my download so we'll jump into our saga real quick um miss angie would you like to take us and reel us on your journey well 
I um I've been cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said it. I was like, hey, I am I've been cheap. Um, I did get my Dubai set that I told y'all I was gonna buy um when I got paid. So luckily when I got paid that Friday. Um, they did have some more Dubai set stuff. So I was able to purchase my Dubai set. I was able to order Optimus Prime and pre-order Groot. Nice. But uh, no, I didn't pre-order Groot. My bad. I pre-ordered the, oh, the Obi-Wan Starfighter because I wanted the Kaminoan um, minifigure. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Anyway. <laughs> no um, pun intended. <laughs> Go yeah, so I got... <laughs> So I did order Optimus Prime. I did not, however, order Starry Nights. As Come much on. as I love it and as much as I wanted, I was like, Optimus is $169. That shit was $169. And I'm like, y'all, I can't put no $300 into no fucking Legos right now. Mm. Like, no. Yeah, it's uh Yeah. No. So I was like, you know <laughs> where's the importance ladies and gentlemen right and i'm like if it's meant to be it's meant to be mm-hmm. that part so let me check on my optimus my optimus is in the warehouse i didn't get and like i said my obi-wan is on back order well it's not really on back order i pre-ordered it so just waiting for them to ship my Optimus Prime. <laughs> I'm so excited, you guys. I haven't even been wanting to watch like any videos or anything um, of people, you know, giving their reviews and shit on Optimus. I don't want your damn opinion. I want my own. <laughs> <laughs> your opinion doesn't matter. Your opinion don't matter. I want to come to my own conclusion. Like, you know, the one guy who got it and it's once you build it, you can fully transform it from um, Optimus from the robot into the truck. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very exciting. I, he didn't really do a really good job, but it's Lego. You know what I'm, I mean? It's Lego. <laughs> yeah, but you know, some people get really obsessive when it comes to Legos. Yeah. I want this. I want this damn Inquisitorship too. It's available for pre-order. How much what? is it? I'm curious. It's $99. That's about how much the ships are um vader's castle was a little bit more kylo ren's um ship was like 129 but usually for a ship that's about that's how much i paid for the bad bad shuttle mm-hmm. you know so that's that's on on target with the the going rate for um for star wars ships so okay. I think I'm not going to pre-order that. I think I'm going to try my chances with carrying my ass to the stove. Oh, and they got a nano gauntlet. Oh, 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 gosh, Lord. Y'all, the nano y'all... gauntlet is Tony Stark's gauntlet that he, for his snap. Mm-hmm. So y'all can see Angie right now. 
<laughs> y'all can see Angie right now. Y'all, y'all have no idea how amazing it is. That's to available watch, for pre-order too. <laughs> to see Angie just lose her mind when she gets excited, it's worth it. Because she just goes ah! and then she just kind of dances a little in the chair. <laughs> I think it's I know. I'm gonna put my two damn gauntlets together. So why do I gotta be two damn gauntlets? Why can't this just be two gauntlets, damn it? But oh, this group. I can, I'm gonna have to look. Groot is just so cute, y'all. I go to the website. Okay. Look, I just added it to my bag accidentally. I guess that's the world telling me you need to so get it. Sounds like you okay. got things to do. I'm not all of that excited about the um the Mandalorian's Nabu Starfighter. I you know, <laughs> it's just not moving me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm not excited about the Buzz Lightyear stuff. Um, none of that. I don't know what's coming out, you know, with the new creator stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I never buy dots. There isn't anything friends that's coming out. I bought all that stuff for Sydney. Um, oh. And don't say all. Oh, it's still in the closet. I still say all oh, because you got it. This dots, I might get this cute panda tray to go on my desk. Um, this dots panda tray. Mm-hmm. That looks really cute. Um, if y'all are into Legos like Angie, y'all should reach out and offer some suggestions on things that you think she might like. That would be really cool to see what you guys come up with. So well, you know what? It's I'm not gonna say it's crazy. You never know what you're gonna like um that part I have the bonsai tree and I have the botanical line but after what was it I put together I told you I had a bunch of little fucking parts and I was like uh uh uh-uh, I ain't putting none of these shits together <laughs> no more <laughs> and so they remain in my closet because just putting all of those small pieces together mm. was not comforting for me at the time you know but when we're done recording I'm gonna go downstairs and I'm gonna get started on my Dubai on my on my Wiz Khalifa my, my bird I call, that the bird Khalifa I, I call it the Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. Khalifa and I've been calling and I know all of the damn tattoos? drivers I know my driver in Dubai was like when I say can you take me to the Wiz Khalifa he knew exactly what I was talking about is it covered in tattoos <laughs> No. Is a lyrical genius. No. And you know what's crazy mm. is as many times as I have visited the Burr Khalifa, as many times as I as I have watched, because they have a fountain show like the Bellagio's fountain show um set to water. And I recorded one and I'll never forget this because the song that was playing mm-hmm. was a gospel song by Yolanda Adams wow. and Donnie McClurklin. And I was like, oh, I got tingles. I'm getting tingles now. I was like, I'm all the way over here in the Middle East. Wait, wait, wait. They, were playing, country, they were using a song by Donnie McClurkin. And here McClurkin, is a spiritual song Ad- wow. by two Black I- gospel singers. <laughs> two icons of gospel. Oh, and it was so moving. But I guess, you know, 
God, Allah, Buddha, whoever your deity is, when you're singing songs of worship, it doesn't matter who the song is intended for, it's who you connect with and make it personal for. But anyways, getting back on track with my story, I've never went to the top floor of the Burr Khalifa because y'all know I'm scared heights. And I know I would have been safe and secure inside a building. But in my mind, y'all, I was like, if I get to the top of this building and we get a strong gust of wind and it snapped the top off and I'm inside of it. Only you. Come on. So I think the highest I ever went, whatever floors the restaurants are on. I went to, I ate at the highest most restaurant. So Mm -hmm. if you know what restaurant that is in the Burj Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course you know because it is a residential building there are some areas that are restricted so tourists and regular people can't access those areas of the building but it's a beautiful building nonetheless if you guys get a chance to go to Dubai I mean go you can have a good time <laughs> and your money long anybody can ball over there <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh here we go that's my saga you guys <laughs> lord okay mine's gonna be quick um my saga has been i have not been able to stream because like i said i've been working extended hours at work 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 and yeah pretty much and um but i've been getting back into my youtube journey i'm actually going to be shooting my second video for my new series on my youtube channel Uh uh-huh um and so i haven't told angie about this it is a new series that I'm called that I called now that everybody's gone. And I'm going to be reviewing movies and series that when they came out, they, they came to grand fanfare and there were it was everybody and their mama out there trying to review it to try to get as much uh, to much get much traction and clout and attention that they can because they reviewed the latest and greatest offerings out there in cinema and TV and, and what have you. And then the momentum died down and the energy faded and people aren't as interested and as excited as it anymore. So I said, all right, well, now that everybody's gone, now I can talk about it. So that's what I've been doing. So my first episode was talking about the Cowboy Bebop live action and people have actually enjoyed it. They, it, the reviews that I've gotten so far on the series have been positive. So I'm getting ready to uh, probably shoot my second and third uh, videos Y'all, let me explain this process to you just real quick. Shooting the video is not the problem. Shooting the video is the easiest part of the whole process. Before it gets to, before you upload it to YouTube, you've got editing, music, images, maybe some GIFs in there. You gotta, you gotta make this thing shine. You gotta put everything in its, in its proper order. It will take me anywhere from an hour to three hours to edit a video, depending on how much content I want in it. And, to, you know, and depending on how many uhs I put in it, because let's face it, anytime you talk to someone, you throw a lot of uhs in there. And I uh, thought about, uh, think about, uh, so now I gotta go in here and take out every damn uh, especially if I don't know what Wait. I was trying to say for the, uh-oh. One second. <laughs> Now that you mentioned us, <laughs> I cringe when I go back and I listen to our episodes. Mm. And when I'm speaking, it's riddled with us and ums and, and uh, uh, 
I was on my way to work the other day and I think I was listening to Minnesota 12. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, bitch, if you say, uh, um, one more time. <laughs> you were getting mad at yourself. I was getting mad at myself. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I'm like, I want to do Montel notices when he's listening. I do. Because I you do. don't do it a lot. Because I've got... Well, uh-huh. I think for me is I'm so used to being in front of a microphone, in front of a camera. I've trained myself that if I'm going to say something, I'm not sure of a thought, I stop talking. I gather and then I speak again because mm-hmm. I want the best presentation. Not everyone has that, but see, this is something I taught myself, mm-hmm. especially if I know I'm going to be doing something that other people are going to be watching because it makes it so much mm-hmm. easier to edit when I don't have as much to take out. Oh my gosh. I think for me, it's been the fact that I haven't been in front of people for such a long time, Mm. you know, because I used to facilitate and instruct a lot when I was active duty and I used to have to give my patients instructions and I used to have to get up and conduct muster in front of my sailors, you know, every day. And now even though we have this platform and we're talking to people, they're not in front of us. Right. But I am conscious of it. And I'm glad you mentioned it. So I don't know if you noticed, but I've been trying really hard. You have. I've been, I've noticed it. And I think it, I think I just need to speak slower Mm. because my sister said, when you use fillers like that, ums and ahs and, um, I started to say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I notice I'm doing that a lot when I'm instructing in my class. I'll say, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry, you guys. It's because you're thinking quicker than you're speaking mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. mouth can't keep up with your thoughts. So yeah. So one process is mm-hmm. not in sync as the other. So, and mm-hmm. I completely get it. Mm-hmm. And now I had to, and I, I was taught as at a young age, how to speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. but I wasn't taught the intricacies. So I had to learn that on my own. Uh, okay. So whenever I see someone doing a live performance mm-hmm. or speaking in front of a crowd, I look and I try to emulate their actions. What are they doing where they're giving the, the best delivery and still mm-hmm. conveying their message without sounding like they're trying to find their words? Right. And if you ever see me speak or you hear me speak, that's exactly how I carry it. That's how, that's how I, uh, I move forward. So when it comes to doing YouTube, if you get a chance, go through my videos, you will see me make massive changes. And one of the main <laughs> things I change is how I speak in front of the camera, how I carry myself in front of the camera and mm-hmm. what emotions I convey in front of the camera. So I'm coming back to an old friend with this new series. I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm really excited about it because I don't think anyone's ever thought about doing this because people are trying to follow trend. No, mm-hmm. I've never been the one to follow trend. I may do something, go, okay, that's it. I'm good. But then if you look all over TikTok, that's all that is. It's just, they're inundated with trends. There's with trends. And there aren't too many people, there are, there are people putting out messages, but the 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 vast majority of them are oh it's a dance trend let me dance oh <laughs> it's it's a voiceover trend let me voice over oh it's a meme trend let me meme this 
No, just just be unique. So that's I like the duets. It depends on the duet. I'm not on TikTok though. So I have to watch it on reels like adults. Yeah, well, okay. Well, the fact <laughs> that you're not on TikTok means there's just a redeeming value there altogether. <laughs> I don't have a TikTok account, y'all. So don't Good. go looking for me on TikTok. Good. I have one and I fell into that hole. So I, yeah, so I'm now a part of that. But your TikToks are good though. But look how many, there's not that many. You know? It doesn't matter. Okay. Quality versus quantity. That's true. That's very true. And that's probably why mine are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Because I, I want them to be able to last. I want people to be able to come back and go, oh, wow. Because how many times have you seen someone do a trend and it's so cringy, you don't mm-hmm. want to revisit it again? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. what was I thinking? Was I drunk? Mm-hmm. No, I'm under 18. That doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but um, it's going to be a blast and I'm looking forward to it. I've got one mm-hmm. episode out now. Uh, speaking on the the live action cowboy bebop from netflix netflix you fucked up but that's another topic for another day mm-hmm. um i really enjoy doing this and i'm looking forward to now that everybody's gone i even made a logo of it i'm pretty proud i even made a logo for it so it could be it could pop up and bam and my son i've reached out to my son montel who did my original intro he's going to do a revisit but he's got so much going on himself. He's getting ready to, he's getting his other books for publishing here soon too. So I'm excited to read the, the next, the next volumes of the children of taboo series that he's got out. Uh, (laughs) So, but that is my saga. Sorry. I didn't talk much about Twitch, but I haven't been twitching. So I've taken my medication. Ah, so now we're going to move on to the blur vision real quick. You know, if you, it's okay for you to switch your saga topic. That's quite all right. It's your saga. That's true. So whether you want to talk about your YouTube channel or your Twitch channel, that's your saga. Uh, you you're know? right. You're absolutely right. I, I always I always try to be consistent, but sometimes in being consistent, you tend to have tunnel vision. So yeah, I, but sometimes I, it takes a little bit of inconsistency to be consistent. You speak wise words, young Show sage. On that for a second. She is no longer a Padawan, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. She has now reached status of Jedi. I used to date a guy who used to... Used to talk like that? He used to tell me... Um, he used to say... He used to call me young Padawan all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm such a fucking nerd. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Did it aggravate you at times though it never aggravated me oh really right i'm i'm thinking he was just happy i knew what the hell he was talking about mm. and that i understood so this is a great thing so let's get into our blurry vision because I, i'm excited about angie's topic because angie came up with this idea and i'm actually rather excited let's talk about um I'll say real quick, Maverick is good. Go see Maverick if you haven't seen it. All right, that's it. Yeah, I'm not going to watch Maverick. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will be on Disney Plus on June 22nd. So those of you who have not seen it or if you want to see it again, you can look forward to that. I want to see it again. Um, I still have not caught completely up on Halo. Mm-hmm. Or um, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. That show is so good. It's like I'm intentionally 
savoring every bite. So I'm watching a show <laughs> and normally, like I said, I'll wait until I get two, three episodes and then binge watch it. No, I'm watching a show mm. and then I'll stop. And I think mm. now I got two episodes to watch. So maybe I might catch up this weekend. I don't know. I okay. think what I'm going to do is catch up so that when a new episode comes out, I'll just have one episode in queue. And then I could go ahead and watch that one from the week before. It's crazy, y'all. It's a Virgo thing. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> Too late. Halo, I, ha- I still, I just had the finale to watch and I'm fired up, y'all. I- <laughs> My opinion of this show, I still think real highly of it. I'm still anxious to see what will happen. Should we get additional seasons of this show? I think we are. Um, but I, but watching this show, I'm just, I'm not liking humans right now. Like, mm. I'm not, I'm still at this point where this little girl that was, I'm not going to say she was abducted by the covenant because clearly they treated her well, taught her their language, you know, uh, taught her how to fight, made a warrior out of her. Um, I got to think about the hidden meanings in this show. Ah, so you haven't delved to the next level just yet. What rep- who represents what? But I will tell you this, Halsey ass, she can kick rocks. Ooh. Okay, I'm so fucking sick of her. And this God complex that it seems that she has developed to where she knows what's best for humankind. And she just fucking greedy. Just at the end of the day, she's just a greedy ass bitch. Mm. Her daughter, I think is going to have this like only kid syndrome. And I'm hoping not. She found out some things about her parents. You know, she found out that initially her dad was helping her mom do the fuck shit she's been doing. <laughs> Jeez. So she mad at, you know, General Keys now, Commander Keys or whatever the fuck his name is. I think mm-hmm. she's Commander Keys and he's she's Dr. Keys. And he might she's be Alicia Keys. Commander <laughs> Keys or something. She looked like no one. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I'm still loving the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, again, I'm gonna have to agree with Webster style one more time. I like this little girl. I think the casting is appropriate, but now that he's pointed it out, I can't unsee it. I just think that she's too young and I'm not an agent. Please don't. I just think she's too young to be in the position that they have her in. Like, was she a protege or something? Like, <laughs> If she a doctor, she's already got like a PhD or she's got a doctorate in something, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's linguistics because she's been trying to translate the covenant language, but who knows? I just think in the position that she has, maybe it's nepotism, who knows? Because her dad is a high-ranking commander. Her mom is a high-ranking research individual, um and maybe she got the she has the position she has because of her parents mm-hmm. who knows i'm going to have to agree with him i just feel like she's every time i see her now i can't unsee i can hear him saying she just looks too young for this position and i know black don't crack 
but when she opened her mouth and, and the way that she act you could tell she, she's young mm. so um i'm still liking the show i can't wait to find out um spoilers you guys the finale done played two weeks ago mm-hmm. so um the covenant lost the artifact i'm sorry they lost the artifact that they had to the covenant so now the covenant has both the halo and a little tiny thing and um so we're just waiting to see what happens now <clears throat> we know obi-wan kenobi premiered last week on friday they played two episodes episode one and two we were blessed with episode three um this past wednesday and i was actually surprised i didn't i thought that this show was going to be on friday but i guess that's what they had to do for the premiere who knows anyways obi-wan is okay (laughs) okay old ben ass is old (laughs) and maybe they're doing it to set him up for um the place his character is going to be in in a Mm -hmm. new hope okay because luke and leia in this series are 10 years old and he's what 16 17 when he meets old ben Mm -hmm. and goes off with the rebels or the resistance or whoever I forgot y'all my mind working faster than my mouth but anyways um little Leia she's a little feisty and we don't know what's going on with the Grand Inquisitor but we have seen Darth Vader and let me tell y'all something when I say I almost jumped out my fucking seat Mm. When I heard James Earl Jones voice when they put the helmet on. <laughs> Cause I just knew in the back of my head, I'm like, damn, they gonna they brought Hayden Christensen back. We're gonna hear Hayden Christensen voice. No, when he, the helmet clearly changes his voice or the sound of his voice, which is why he sounds like James Earl Jones. And without the helmet, he sounds like Hayden Christensen. So what we find out later is that although they are given James Earl Jones credit for using his voice likeness, right? Mm-hmm. It is actually Hayden Christensen that spoke the words and they used a digital enhancer to make it sound like um, James Earl Jones. So if you pay attention, mm-hmm. listen listen to him speak in episode three and you'll see okay that's james earl jones voice but that's not how james earl jones would say something okay um but i thought it was great nonetheless i'm also so happy that he's being given credit you know for his likeness praise god now i know i said last week that I ain't like the little black girl that's playing the third song. Oh, here we go. When I said that, I didn't mean I didn't like Moses Ingram. Mm-hmm. I meant I don't like the character. <laughs> <laughs> we all know I don't like the character Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. I don't like Princess Leia's character. Did mm-hmm. it have anything to do with Carrie Fisher? Nope. Hell the fuck. Nope. No. Nothing. And even now, now that we're in the episode three, I still don't like this bitch because of the shit she was doing to innocent people. 
I didn't like the character because of what she was doing to innocent people. Mm -hmm. But she's growing on me because I'm seeing there's a method to her madness. And you know something? I really ain't sure whose side she on. I don't think she on the Inquisitor's side. I don't think she on Darth Vader's side. I think this bitch on her own program and she's on her out on her own agenda. And it is so refreshing to see a, a character, a woman of and a woman of color who is putting the smack down. And she is standing up to this pale-faced brother toe-to-toe <laughs> she's like do what you must take all the credit but we know who's gonna be standing at his side when all this is over tell him sis that tell part. him that part tell him so you know she's growing on me i'm happy i'm happy i'm not happy with obi-wan but all right but i see what they're doing he's getting old it's been 10 years he's mm-hmm. getting older you know, they're all getting older and we're wondering, damn, how did he go from this dude to that old ass dude in a new hope in just seven years? <laughs> <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Lord. So they setting that shit up for us right now. And um, am I, do I have bated breath when I'm watching it? Am I on the edge of my seat? Absolutely. Because I need to know what the fuck's going to happen next. I ain't going to mm-hmm. give y'all too many spoilers. But I'm going to tell y'all, Darth Vader's old motherfucker. We thought Reva ass was bad. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> She's like a kiss on the cheek compared to this dude. <laughs> when they say Darth Vader don't give zero fucks, they meant that shit. We heard about it in the movies, but we didn't get to see it a lot. We about to see it now, y'all. We about to see exactly why. Darth Vader had the reputation that he had in the galaxy, in the Empire, and why you don't fuck with him. Okay? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> there we go. I'm eventually going to start watching it because I've heard nothing but good things about it. He been dragging me. I'm, I'm looking, yeah, boy, you know what? That's sometimes, you, sometimes you need to see another side to it, the same characters you've gotten familiar to, so you don't sit there and go, oh, Wow. Wow. Okay. I'm reinvested. I am officially reinvested. When I say this motherfucker literally dragged the bitch, he dragged the fucking bitch without putting the damn. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. If you're one of these people out here who is bashing uh, Moses Ingram, stop. Yes. Please stop. Please, please stop. We know you, some of you Star Wars fanatics, some of you Star Wars stands out here don't quite understand that this is a vast universe that is still being built after all these years. Mm-hmm. You can look in the comics. They, they got the comic line of the, the, uh, the Crimson Rain storyline. So we're being introduced to new bounty hunters that people mm-hmm. didn't know existed. You got new characters in the Darth Vader series that nobody knew existed. Mm-hmm. But when you see a character of color come up on the screen and the first thing you focus on is not the content of the character itself, not the acting, you're focused mm-hmm. on the color of the no. actor or actress. What's sickening is the people who want to go back and say, it's not her that I don't like. It's the character that she plays. Well, you know what? If you don't like Reva, if you don't like the third sister, don't like that bitch. I said I ain't like her ass either. 
But that didn't compel me to go to her personal Instagram page. Thank you. And start calling her all kind of bitches and hoes. Thank you. That part. That part. She's plying her craft as an actress. So how can you justify? How can you justify going to this little girl's page and threatening her with all of these racial slurs? That shit ain't got nothing to do with Reva nothing and if there's any type of prejudice in fucking star wars it's the shit that they it's the prejudice that they display against droids Mm. but in that contained galaxy maybe a class hierarchy maybe a species hierarchy But there's never any conflict between characters with different skin colors. That part. That part. You got orange people, blue people, people with purple skin, green skin. Come on, somebody. There's some people that just don't care. They genuinely do not care. This shit is not going to stop until we stop it. It, it ain't even us. I ain't got to stop that shit. It's not going to stop till y'all fucking stop it. Mm-hmm. That little girl doing her job and she is acting her fucking ass off. If we didn't like that bitch at the one episode, <laughs> mm. she's going to be right up there with, with, with Joffrey Baratheon. Uh, she's going to be right up there with, with, with the Ramsey dude. Uh so all I gotta say is uh so you know what I'm saying? So just it's some characters out there that played their part so good, we still don't like that. We still don't like the damn all-state man because what the fuck he did to Savannah. <gasps> but do people go to his personal page and start talking about no? So just we don't like them characters, but they ain't got shit to do with the people. Stop tr- stop talking about being better people and just be better people. How about that? How about that? That's not a novel. That's a that's a novel idea in itself. I think that 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 could be applied. So if you don't like an actress, don't support them. I don't like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> do I have a valid reason why? Hell no. But do I support her? Nope. I don't go to her movies. I don't watch her shows. None of that. I have to watch her when she show up in the Collective Avengers. But I have yet to see Black Widow, even now that that shit is on TV for free. Mm. Yeah. But I don't go to her page. I choose not to black her widows. Calling her all kinds of names and shit and threatening her life because I ain't like how she acted in. um, (laughs) What was that movie? Maybe he's just not that into you. Mm hmm. I think that was solidified when I stopped really liking her. (laughs) All right. So that is our blurred vision. So we're going to get into this topic because Angie came up with this idea. Can we pause for a second? Okay, hold on. Yeah, sorry, guys. One of us had to take a a little bathroom break. So, you know. (laughs) Why you got the lie, Craig? (laughs) (laughs) You ain't got the lie, Craig. It makes it You ain't got the lie. We ain't taking no bathroom break. We was discussing time. Monta has an appointment and I'm concerned. I don't like to rush. So I was concerned about the time and, you know, I was offering him to 
record the bulk of the topic at a different time but he was like let's push on so let's push on let's go let's go let's go so Montel brought up and and I always when he mentions something that I don't know too much about and I'm curious and I want to ask questions just being an, a naturally inquisitive person it's always in the back of my mind or it's always in the forefront of my mind. If I want to know something, somebody else might want to know that same thing too. Mm-hmm. So he was, we were talking about, you know, his increased work schedule and he's like traffic has picked up at the store mm-hmm. and it's picked up because it is competition season. It's con season mm-hmm. and competition season. And so I was like, what is competition season? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> what is comp- what is competition season? <laughs> um, right now, the, if you guys are not too familiar, everything is competitive in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Well, so much so in the trading card world. So during the summer, uh, summer months, you usually see the qualifying tournaments that lead up to people being able to compete in the major events. So my particular point is Yu-Gi-Oh, but it also points to Pokemon, mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering, and even a few other cards that, card games that just come out recently, Card Fight Vanguard, uh, mm-hmm. Flesh and Blood, um, uh, Digimon. Yeah, mm-hmm. Digimon has gotten huge too. So, so is this you, just be for the card games or for tabletop games as well? And role more for card games gaming. as well. More for card gaming and also for warfare for the miniature war fighting games too, because they have their competitions as well. They're not as massive, mm-hmm. but they're more segmented because they have qualifiers and then there is a major convention, not so much a, a, a huge competition, but a major convention where they all come to mm-hmm. compete in their respective games. Uh, but for card gaming, it's not so much like that because you have qualifying events. Uh, they call them regionals. First step one is regionals. That is, like it says, there is a regional event around here. They occur in Richmond at the convention center mm-hmm. and people compete to get an invitation to compete in the national tournament. So the national tournament is by invitation only, or is it based on your performance in the regional tournament? The main event at the national convention at the national uh, national tournament is invitation only. You have okay. to have received an invite by winning it at a at a regional event or at a Yu-Gi-Oh Championship Series event. So there are opportunities at those two events to earn an invitation. And once you can you, earn an invitation, or you can win the luck at a draw. Pretty much, pretty much, <laughs> almost like walking onto <clears throat> a football team. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. And they call those last chance qualifiers. They even okay. have those at the national event the day before day one. So it's so it's like pre day one. Mm-hmm. They have last chance qualifiers, which can be uh, tournaments of eight people, single elimination. Whoever wins it, you get an invite. Boom, you're in the main event. Okay. So that's just during the weekend of the actual national championship tournament. Mm-hmm. YCSs, which are Yu-Gi-Oh championship series, they offer two ways of doing it. Okay. You have the main event, which people pay to get in and to play, mm-hmm. and whoever uh, usually the top four players are are granted an invitation among any other prizes that they've won. The other math- method to winning or to getting an invitation is they have side events. The side uh-huh. events offer a smaller regional, 
that you can play in to gain an invitation. And I believe the regionals on those side events offer more invitation, more invitation availability uh-huh. than if you were to go to, let's say, a regional in your area. Now, the regionals are few and far between. What I mean by that is geographics, because you got to look at the logistics of putting on something that big that can house anywhere from four to 700 players coming Uh to compete at one time. It is a culture that if you've never been, if you've never been exposed to it, it is Uh something to behold. Does everyone get the opportunity to play when you have that many people come? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, when you come to a regional, you're literally paying your fare, you're signing up so that you can have an opportunity and a chance mm-hmm. to uh, to pair well and to do well, so that way you can you can be uh, you can be given an invitation. Can you buy your way into that? No, <laughs> no, no. Believe me, there have been not even who, with fancy decks and no, shit. Like, no, not even with fancy no. decks because you can have the fanciest deck in the world and be a shitty player. Mm-hmm. I lie to you not. You got some people that will bling out. We're talking spending hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. on cars that look good, but your skill set is that of a three-year-old. So it doesn't matter. So you can have the best cards if you don't understand the play and how to put those cards into play, then you're still not going to do well. Precisely. Two people can have the same, same deck, same cards, mm-hmm. same deck list. Everything is the same. Mm-hmm. they play that same deck differently because they're two different people mm-hmm. one may see a win condition with that deck that the other may not and vice versa it's all, all about the strategy correct it's okay. it, and it's all in because remember it's still random and this is something i gotta tell people a standard competitive deck is 40 cards it's a combination of monsters spells mm-hmm. and traps so however your strategy is up here and how you formulate it up here in your mind, that's how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But remember, even though it's a 40 card deck, it's random. You don't know what the first five cards are gonna be that you put in your hand. Okay. Sometimes you get a hand that goes, oh, and the heavens open up and the angels fall from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> this is a God hand. And sometimes you can get some complete bullshit, like when you're playing spades. <laughs> And you yes. ain't got no damn face card. Like the <laughs> shit, I ain't got no trumps. It's a I handful it. of bricks, yes. So when these games are held at conventions, mm-hmm. does the convention play help you to qualify for a national? Okay. Now- or is it just for fun? Now at a convention, now see you, if you see, now this is where you delve into another avenue. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's not a big one. Okay. Any events and tournaments that are held at conventions are all fun. There is no, there's no potential to move up to the next level. Okay. There is no invitation to a, a national tournament. It's okay. they're just fun. Now okay. the tournament itself, mm-hmm. that is the environment that is designed to test your competitive level and to even offer you a, an opportunity to be invited to play into the big event. So okay. that's always when you want to get those two separate because some people actually think that if you go to a tournament at a con and you play in that tournament and you do well, then you're going to get an invitation to the national convention to the national tournament. No, no, and no. And that no, ain't no. necessarily true. No. The regional qualifiers are just that. They are a qualifying tournament 
for people to earn an invitation. Okay. Um, now, once you earn your invitation and you know that you're going to play, now you have to do research. There are teams of players. There are, there are people who, to, for them, this is their science. Mm-hmm. They will dig deep. They will play test. They will play test. They will switch cards. They'll play test. They'll find their friends. Their friends are going to play everybody. And I've seen people invest hours, mm-hmm. days and weeks into, into perfecting their craft to this deck. So much so that <clears> your <throat> DNA looks like a card. That's how much <laughs> it looks like a back of a Yu-Gi-Oh card. And then the time comes to compete. Mm-hmm. nerves are bundled now i'm a judge so i have had i've had the opportunity to judge a lot of championship series tournaments also mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh championship series tournaments and before they were known as ycs's they were known as shonen jumps mm-hmm. shonen jumps are based of course if you've never heard of a shonen jump the name came from the the manga magazine that is published in japan and that's what Konami came up with because Konami said, okay, this is a Shonen Jump. And then they changed the name. Um, the atmosphere is unreal. Mm-hmm. It, you feel the electricity, you feel the anticipation. Even as a judge, I don't get to play, but I feel the hope and the um, the pride that people come mm-hmm. in there. They're ready to rock and roll. I also, I also hear the trolls. I also hear the basement virgins. I also... girl they 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 they, they ain't got nothing to do with me they ain't doing nothing right they're not doing a thing to me (laughs) but my concern is for those other players who are honestly coming to play because they want to do well they want to do it and have fun yeah so you mentioned that traffic is increasing in the store yes what is it that players are doing pre-competition season what are they coming in the store for and what are some of your suggestions that if a person wants to get into competitive gaming or to if they're already in it and they're not doing well to help them prepare for this competition season? Well, when they come, most of the players, if they know they're going to compete in a high level event, mm-hmm. the first thing they want to do is to figure out what they're going to use, mm-hmm. i.e. the deck they're going to play. So. Okay that's when they will start doing their offline research. They'll look at videos from previous events where the deck that they, when they want to use has been used and Mm -hmm. they'll watch that video to see how it's played. Then they'll think of if that's going to work for them. Either way, they're going to come up with the deck they're going to play. Okay. The next thing they're going to do is build it if they don't have it already. Now they're going to be going to the different stores. They're going to be buying sealed product to perhaps luck of the draw because anytime you buy a pack of any type of cards it is the luck of a draw to uh to reveal a card that's of value or of high use Mm -hmm. but most people aren't willing to do that so they'll either trade with other players Mm -hmm. they'll buy cards from other players they'll go to the local store to see if the card that they're looking for is in stock and purchase it that way Mm -hmm. and just accumulate what they need now once they get the cards is the deck built no the deck is now going into the playtest phase where you're mm-hmm. going to play this deck over and over and often and over with different <laughs> players against different decks and different scenarios because you they want to be in tune with their op- with their options when okay. they play. Okay. Um, and once you got it to a point, and 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 any Yu-Gi-Oh player will tell you, once you've gotten to a point where your deck is ready, you're still not ready. Because now it's a mindset that you have to get into. 
you're now going to be competing against people that you've never met, against mm-hmm. decks that you've never seen, mm-hmm. in an atmosphere that you've never experienced. It can be overwhelming. It can really be overwhelming because at one point I was competitive. Mm-hmm. And boy, that shit didn't last long. But um, <laughs> why <laughs> though? Because there is a certain level of piracy, as I like to call it, that goes into it. I like to play the game because it's fun to me. Uh huh. And I've come across people where their only their only mindset is to win. I want to win. I'm gonna do whatever I gotta win. So people tend to be rude, inconsiderate, mm-hmm. and don't follow the rules or or just basic general courtesy is never is never exercised you know hello how you doing uh i'm looking forward to the game you know people want to sit down and you angie if you've never seen a Yu-Gi-Oh duel before in a competitive not uh, a real live one if you ever get a chance to see one in a competitive atmosphere Mm -hmm. i want you to understand this competitive Yu-Gi-Oh talk Yu-Gi-Oh players do not talk really yeah this is a game. Ain't of, no trash talking over the table. There's not. not Ain't no slapping cards down. Oh, no. On a competitive <laughs> level? No. For fun? Yeah, you could talk all the trash you want, but you're going to talk trash to someone that you know. If okay. this is someone that you've never know, you've never seen before and you've never played against, there's a level, there's a high level of respect, but there's very little conversation unless okay. there is a automatic banter that's built, which is one of the things that's, that's one of my favorite things when it comes to uh, coming to these tournaments. I mm-hmm. like to go into it with enthusiasm mm-hmm. and they come with an enthusiasm, then we're going to have a blast. Whether I win or lose, it's going to be fun. But some people come into it with such a serious mindset. And the only advice I can tell them is stop being so serious about this. You can only worry about being serious if you get higher level and you get to, uh, you know, your your ranking increases, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you get to the elite tables, fine. That's okay. But still in the level of respect because you look around, everybody's in the same boat. Everybody wants to do well. Everybody wants to play and have fun and do whatever. Mm-hmm. So the best advice that I can offer to anyone if you get into, when you get into the competitive side is to ask yourself, what type of competitive player do you want to be? Mm-hmm. do you want to be the one where people say yo i like the way he plays he's 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 very uh um focused he's driven but he's respectful and he's fun to play or do you want to be that asshole that people see coming to go oh my gosh this not is this this is a guy who plays slow and he looks at the same cards over and over and over as time is ticking down on the clock and he hasn't made a move and mm-mm. there's always a there's always a duelist that people dread and i'll Don't go into, that that's that's a list i go into later because i'm talking about this list is hilarious <laughs> but honestly if, you, if that's what you want to do and you want to get into the competitive uh competitive Yu-Gi-Oh uh world or any card game for that matter lean on people that have been playing for a while and just ask questions get advice mm-hmm. How do I conduct myself? What's a good idea? Because it's always going to fall on you what you want to do. I personally love playing. I love playing the card games that I play. I'm not a competitive person. I know what it's like to be competitive. I never want to be that person again. Um, it's, it's a part of my past. I do not speak of. But I really enjoy. And this with this cycle coming up in this, this uh, competitive cycle, 
branching out even more. People are just trying to get into it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Relax, relax. Even competitive players got to have a level of fun to it. Relax, okay? Your life is not on the line. You're not playing. And there, and, and that's another thing too. Yu-Gi-Oh! is probably the only card game in the world where the prizes are not cash. Okay. Magic the Gathering does it. I believe Pokemon does it. So what are the Yu-Gi-Oh! prizes? They do card packs. They will do exclusive cards that only winners can get. They will do video game systems. I've seen, I've, trust me, the, at the larger events, they give away the Xboxes, the PlayStation 5s, the Wiis. You could be, you could come in eighth place in a national and win yourself a Wii. Um, if you're in top four, you could get a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm. Um, you get an invitation to uh, the world championship if that was happening. But on the, on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Championship Series level, it's not as much, but it's still... It's rather substantial and you get recognition for being a runner-up or a champion oh that's awesome see it's it can be exhausting too well i mean when you do i this just again this is my opinion i feel like when you have prizes that aren't monetary then you get a different caliber of competitor you do you do oh my gosh do you ever so i'm i'm liking that when and I, I've always said when money is removed, you get rid of the jerks, mm-hmm. you get rid of the assholes. And the people they're gonna be competitive still, but they know money's not on the line. Okay. Now, is there money to be made from the pro- oh absolutely? But it still doesn't give you the license to be a jerk and right. treat the person across <laughs> the across from you like they're insignificant and they don't matter. Mm-hmm. If they didn't matter, they wouldn't be your opponent. Right. Hmm. Something to think about. That's that is definitely something to think about. So. definitely definitely so you guys thank you for that information that was a great little um a little intro into the competition because i had no idea that that was a thing <laughs> i knew con season was coming among was upon us and you mm-hmm. know we we all have some things matter of fact i need to get on getting my damn volunteer application sent back but um, thanks for all that info. No. That was some great info that you shared with us today. So really appreciative. It's always good to have a resident expert. Indeed. <laughs> I, I appreciate you coming up with the topic because so many people, I've been asked that question and mm-hmm. it's always interesting to see the look on people's faces when they ask that question and they're not sure what the answer is going to be, mm-hmm. but I try to be as simple and, and not overly technical and complicated because it can get that way if you really get deep into it but if you keep it mm-hmm. simple and just say this and if you if you express an honest love for it mm-hmm. people gravitate to that it's like oh wow you really enjoy that I, say, I have a blast when I get a chance to play I have a blast because it's all about friend it's all about community it's mm-hmm. all about camaraderie and friendship and just overall a love for something a, a commonality right that everybody can can gravitate to so with that being said we come to another other end of another episode of the blurred call speaks podcast thank you so much for joining us you beautiful sexy people so miss angie <laughs> where can they find you young padawan slash jedi slash um, show you love angie the foodie um miss angie the the foodie on uh instagram is where you can find me 
That's it. That's it. Okay. It's simple for me, guys. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Navy Montel, YouTube, and Twitch, Rogue Catnip. Please come check out my series, episode one of Now That Everybody's Gone on YouTube. Tell me what you think. Please leave a comment. Mm-hmm. If you want to see me review something that that had traction and is no longer popular or anything like that, let me know. I don't have a, I don't have a problem checking it out and view, reviewing it and just enjoying it, enjoying the experience. Okay. But we appreciate you guys supporting us. Thank you guys. If you made it to the end with us today, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And we, we really, really do. appreciate you. We really do. <laughs> so as always, you guys, I'm sorry, that was our time. And me and Martel hit the mark perfectly. Was, <laughs> was wrapping it up when the time went off. Um, as always, you guys. Stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay sexy, stay safe. <laughs> Continue to wear your mask cover your face and your your nose and your mouth you guys COVID is real it's it's got an uptick mm. it is coming back mm-hmm. wash your hands with soap and water dry them properly and also keep your distance <laughs> um i've spoken <laughs> <Love> you guys. <laughs> bye guys <laughs> bye-bye <laughs>